Hey, how's it going? Hey, going well. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Beautiful. Yeah, we always start off with technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, oh, well, it's been a while. Uh, you came to Austin. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So let's begin. We'll start with our little intro and then we'll go from there. Um, so welcome back. It has been a while. We are starting another episode of Entropy. Uh, we are still talking about anything and everything. Um, and so, yes, let's let's dive on in. Yeah, um, I guess introductions, right? Uh, you're Brandon. I'm Michael. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, maybe folks have listened to some of the episodes prior. Um, yeah. So what do you think of Austin? Yes. So. I went to Austin maybe a month back now uh, to go visit Mikkel. Um, and I think Austin is an amazing place. So I didn't see much of it. Like we didn't get to the city part. So I can't say like, oh, Austin is an amazing city. Um, so I'll just go with place for now. Um, but I feel like the parts that I saw um, were a great experience. And so... Got down there on a Thursday, weather was beautiful, um, and just explored a little bit. Uh, the place is awesome. Um, you go to Texas and you assume that it's just going to be like a desert, but it was very uh, lush in the, just the animals, the forest, or not the forest, but just um, just like the nature. Like it was a beautiful place. Yeah, there's quite a bit of greenery here. Um, well, yeah, you came down, it was, um, I think the second week of ACL, which I didn't really account for. So we didn't get a chance to like check out Zilker. Uh, we did go to Barton Springs, which was, uh, which was nice. Um, and we did the walk. So, well, kind of did the walk, you know, cut that super short, but, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it was awesome. It was awesome having you come down. Um, and hopefully you'll be back soon. Um. Also looking for a roommate, so putting out that ad. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you're interested or somebody else, it's cool that uh, listen. Uh, yeah, let me know. Yeah, so um, some of the things we did in Austin. Um, yes, went to Barton Springs, which is basically, what would you describe it as? A giant lagoon that has been retrofitted to be a pool? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a public municipal pool, but it's not what you think kind of thing. Um, yeah, they just, uh, there's a, I think a dam up the river, like an artificial thing. So it's just a river, I guess, that's just cutting through and they chopped off pieces and it's a pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We uh, did. Okay, uh, eight, $8, $10 to get in, I forget. Yeah, it's uh, five if you're a resident, ten, nine that's or true. 10 if you're out of state. Um, but well worth the price. Um, and I enjoyed myself there. We also did some early morning yoga and an ice bath, which was my first experience for both of them. Um, so how was that? Talk to me about the, uh, your ice bath experience or both. Yeah. Uh, yoga was amazing. Um, I have always been in the camp of like, uh, is it, it, is it really as amazing as people say it's all these soccer moms? Like how will it benefit me? Um, <laughs> But it was not only yoga. We also did some breath work. I would also say it was like kind of like like a positivity group. Like the speaker, which was I'm yeah I'm bad with names. Emily, yeah, Ellie, yeah. Ellie, Ellie. Yeah, Ellie uh, the speaker, she, there, yeah. 
Ellie was super, super positive. Yeah, super positive, super upbeat, basically just saying like, hey, seize the day. Like, it's up to you to, like, make these things happen. And in the beginning, like, as an outsider, you feel like, oh, this is kind of cheesy. But I feel like after a while, you, you like, you've been coming there, like, you actually start to believe those things. And that's all it takes. Just, you just got to believe first. And then that will start changing your mindset for, like, how you view everything. Yeah, it's it's definitely true. Um, I think that um, a part, and I kind of hinted at this when you were here, it, it does feel like the environment is sort of also what defines, like, what's cheesy, what's not, right? Yes. Um, we're, if we had the exact same thing happening at Rittenhouse Square, I, like, I wouldn't be joining that. Um, but, yeah, around here, um, it's just, it's, I guess it's part of the vibe. I do feel kind of guilty. So the last time that I you know got out there was when you when you came to visit i keep oversleeping my friday mornings and not getting up um for it well that combined with you know trying to do the 75 hard which is yes. uh, the other thing um but uh it is I, I do feel like i need it i think that for myself this most recent like i don't know man like the seasonal transition i've kind of going back slightly to the old baseline me mm-hmm. uh that is you know very logical very you know what i mean like um highly attuned to reality <laughs> and uh uh it's not bad right because i don't feel like i'm in a terrible place uh so it's not like i'm looking for a life vest and so you know there's a little level of comfort there but when when you're in it when you're in those groups um and you know uh the breath work and everything else it just feels you just feel baseline happier even when things are terrible you know and i think there's there's a lot to be said for that yes and that's as a practice yes and that's the part of the whole experience that was a little hard to understand but also it was like very comforting it was just like wait are these people actually happy or are we all just like like pitting on the front in front of everyone like where is this energy actually coming from um but i I think it's genuine i think for the most part it's genuine um you know i can't be dishonest with myself almost at all right so when i initially joined i was highly highly skeptical um and as i sort of you know teeter back to baseline of being a skeptic um you know i don't i personally don't pretend um i know that some people do but it doesn't really matter right because it's it's your own internal experience Mm -hmm. um you know when you when you talk to folks there's definitely like you know there's a lot of kind of talk about energy right? This ephemeral thing that we feel, um, you know, energy vibes. Um, and I think, you know, who knows, right? Like, I think a lot of people are like equating things that, that it feels like it's there to, uh, something heavenly or quantum mechanics or who knows, but it could be just, you know, picking up the atmosphere. Like you've gone to like, you've been to a party before you're like oh yeah there's just like not not feeling it right but it's mm-hmm. it's smiles it's all the little micro expressions it's you know i feel like subconsciously our, our mind picks up on a lot of those things 
Um, but at the end of the day, like we can make ourselves happy just by saying that we're happy. Yes. I, I like, that's what I've learned this year. And I think it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to keep thinking that. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so the yoga experience was amazing. Um, after yoga, shortly after we did an ice bath, um, which was my first experience for that. And going mm -hmm. into it, I thought to myself, mind over manner it can't be that cold. Like you just go in and you just don't react. Um, but that went out the window when I actually got into the bath and it was great to have Ellie there because she helped me mm -hmm. through breath work while in the, the ice tub. And that really yeah. helped. I feel like if I was either by myself or didn't have someone there to coach me through, I would have just mm -hmm. jumped out instantly. So you, um, you did the, um, tell what it's called. Um, in Philly, uh, uh, it's not an ice bath, but made me a freezy for five minutes. Yes, uh, the cryo. Cryo, yeah. How would you compare those two? Uh, I hate, so um, a while back or some years ago, I did cryotherapy and it was a cool experience. How, how would I describe? Mm, maybe the same less memorable less memorable like i feel like cryo i got in and i was like this is horrible and my penis is very cold <laughs> um yeah i would say i would prefer ice baths over cryo maybe mm -hmm. basically the same both times i was freezing cold but i feel like cryo was less yeah less memorable it wasn't like you know what cryo wasn't like a shock to the system because it was like you get in and she's like all right it's going to start getting cold um, oh yeah it's a little bit more gradual yes right. yeah so it's a little more gradual so you sit in there and you're just like whoa 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 is it going to get colder is it going to get colder yeah the ice bath so right before we hopped in we did uh we simulated chopping wood and so like you're doing it and you're counting down in your head and you're like am i actually going to jump into here and then you actually jump in and it's just such a shock to the system. That's the part I enjoyed most about the ice bath, mm -hmm. just that instant shock. Um, I think cryo is more gradual. Now, would you um, looking to continue to do that in Philly? I'm sure there's places, or if not, you can kind of maybe build your own. Well, granted, ice is expensive, but have I, you thought about it? So, yes, I have thought about it. I said, how would I continue this ice bath journey? And... I feel like it would be impossible unless I had that same support group. Because again, mm -hmm. like, so we, we hopped in and we stayed in for a minute, I think it was, or yeah. less than that. Uh, no, it was like three minutes, I think, or two minutes. Okay. Like I, thinking back on that, it mind boggles me that I was able to stay in that long. And I feel mm -hmm. like unless I had that same atmosphere or that same support group, I would never be able to reach that mark again. Not like on my like first try. Yeah. yeah 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 um yeah i mean i am i i i feel it right and i think i feel it i feel with what you're saying right now with uh regard to 75 hard so um after you left uh it was uh maybe it was it wasn't after whatever yeah no so i did the i did the spartan race and it was like the following monday and just did the math and it was exactly 75 days to the 31st yes uh, and we talked about that when we were doing our walk and so it's like all right i need more discipline let me kick this off 
And I have now restarted so many times. I've not been messaging <laughs> you about that. I, I'm not, I'm not doing well. Now I am working out like that part is going well. Cause I do feel like that's just, it's become habit. Um, and there's, I, I want to talk more about that. Um, but, uh, it's the other things that are such a pain drinking water or counting how much water I'm drinking is such a pain. I'm trying mm -hmm. to make it easier for me, but like, and, and what I real and then like, you know, and when I restarted, I was like, I'm going to make this even like harder for myself. Cause that's, you know, that, that's how my mind works. So it's like, you failed the easy one. Let's make it even harder. So can um, you, so just in case uh, anyone listening uh, oh, does not know what my heart is. Yes. Could you just explain it? And then we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I forget the name of the guy, Andy something. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. Um, you can Google like who, you know, who's responsible for 75 hard, but um, it was uh, so the, yeah. So there's six things that they um, that's sort of like the baseline for it. And the intention there is that if you complete it, if you complete all 75 days without any exceptions, without cheating yourself on any of the things, including like the little small things, um, you will come out of that with, with a new version of you and specifically discipline. Um, so you get, you know, fitness out of it. And, um, but you know, the guy was pretty clear saying like, this is not the best fitness program. This is not the intention. Like there's more effective ways to get certain results. Uh, but in terms of discipline, that's, you know, that's what 75 hard is about. So you're supposed to do two 45 minute workouts um, every single day. So all of these things are every single day um, for 75 days with no exceptions, no rest. Um, so you work out for 45 minutes twice. Uh, the two workouts can't be back to back. They have to be at least, I think, three hours apart, which makes it super inconvenient. Yes. Uh, I, I'd much rather do 90 minutes. Um, and then 45 minutes has to be outside uh so you know uh the intensity of that um doing a lot of walks um yes, yes, yes. so like that's one of the things that i also realized with 75 hard i'll keep going with what the other things are but i the intensity of my things of my workouts they kind of dropped yes because i was like because i'm doing this every day i'm like all right like i'm not gonna go as hard every day mm -hmm. but Anyway, I'm going to come back to workouts because I've just, I've had some epiphanies about that, especially yesterday. Um, so two workouts, you got to drink a gallon of water. Again, that, that is what is insanely difficult for me, but I did immediately see massive results with like my metabolism, a bunch of things. So it's, I'm finally drinking like water, which is, you know, yeah. Uh, at my age, finally figuring out how to drink water is amazing, <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, at the same time, like that was still really like a very conscious effort. Um, let's see. The other things is a diet. It's a diet of your choosing, but you can't, um, it's gotta be healthy. Like your definition of healthy, but it has to be healthy. Um, if you're doing macros, you can't like be like, well, I'm going to get my calories from protein. So no cheat meals, uh, no alcohol is one of the other requirements. So, you know, yeah, if you got a wedding coming up or something, you know, you're like, oh, I got a drink. Yeah, then probably maybe not. don't start it or figure out how to have a more principled life than not drink alcohol that day. Mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't know if I could not drink at a wedding, to be honest. Um, 
And then uh, what's the other one? Uh, taking a selfie every single day. You know, little things, but it would suck, right? You're on day uh, 54 and you fuck up because you forgot to take a selfie. Technically, the whole thing's void. Um, and then lastly, you got to read 10 pages of nonfiction every day, um, which uh, did cause me to restart once. Um, really? Generally, generally was not the hard one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, like I dropped drop it. Like if I really wanted to, I, I'd continue it. But to be honest, like on that day, I just didn't feel good about sticking to my diet. Like I was just like, yeah, but like, you know, when you're negotiating with yourself, like that's the worst. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I mean, that's, yeah, 75 hard has been super fucking hard and I'm trying to, I'm going to keep going, right? Like I yes. still haven't had alcohol, but um, I kind of coming back to the ice bath thing, right? Like if I had my own ice bath, like would I do it? I think until I'm able to have the resili- like the resilience to be able to, like it took me a while to work out on my own. Mm-hmm. I, I needed a trainer. I needed someone to be accountable to. Even if I was just like, yeah, I've been doing this for like, you know, 10, whatever plus years, like I'd like kind of know what to do. I've had lots of people explaining me what to do. I was like, I can't do it on my own. If I do it on my own, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push. I'm not gonna do it well. Um, and, uh, I, I feel like the you know the same thing would absolutely happen with the ice baths if I did that now. But like, yeah, the workouts have been kind of consistent, although they've gotten like less intense. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I ramble there for a bit. Yeah. So How are you doing? Are you, my uh, my seventy five card experience started out really well. So uh, after. I came back from Austin. We started it right on that Monday. And so that gave me about two weeks before Halloween and like everything was going well. Uh, The workouts are pretty easy during the week because I work out like I have my own workouts in the gym and then I just do a like a long walk on the back end. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's always workouts are always easy on the weekday, a little bit harder on the weekend because usually that turns into two walks. Um, the water drinking is easy too for me because I don't really mind that. So like the workout and the water are easy. The reading is middle of the road. Uh, taking the picture is also, it's, it's just, you you forget about it. You're just like, wait, there's one more thing I need to do today. What is it? <laughs> I do it um, in the morning first thing because the app like sh- shoots up uh, notifications. It's like, take a selfie. So mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, so in the so i think it's been three weeks since we started it i restarted it one time because of alcohol halloween Halloween. um and then this week this week would be like the first restart and it's Mm -hmm. just been chaotic this week like i haven't Mm -hmm. gotten everything done but it has not been in the way where like i feel proud it's like almost midnight i'm like all right well i just gotta finish yeah. this <laughs> yeah. so you you know how you mentioned you you messaged me and you're, you're like you know like you gotta get it all done like early right like mm-hmm. don't wait to read the last 10 pages at night uh mind you i was actually doing that um the first week or so really consistently as a way of like falling asleep even though it was nonfiction. um when i restarted and well maybe it wasn't it was even before i restarted i would have perfect days, like mm-hmm. like perfect days where you like I 
you would wake up at four in the morning. I do my first, you know, 45 minutes outside. I would do other things. I'd read whatever three hours would pass. I would do my other workout and then I'd actually get, get going with work. And by the time I was done with work, I was like, Oh my God, I've got everything done. Like you could relax, you know? Um, and those days felt really good, but then you fuck up your sleep and then something else gets in the way. Yes. And the slippery slope. So that's, that's been my issue. It's like, unless I start out my day perfect, which means ending the previous day perfect, going to bed on time, um, getting everything in order, then I'm always behind the eight ball when it comes to like doing everything else. Cause it's just like now I'm rushing, trying to smash things together. Uh, and so, yes, I, I have yet to have a perfect day where I'm like, Oh wow. That was finished very cleanly. And that's mm -hmm. hopefully what I can do this coming week. So my, the thing holding me back is my sleep. Like I don't have an issue with sleeping, but I will just not sleep. Like I'll, it'll be nighttime and I'll say, all right, I'll just be on my phone until like, uh, 12 p.m. or midnight and I, I need to wake up at like 4 a.m. or something. I need to lock my phone into a box and have it just not be in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. I really do. You know, and I'm using my phone as an alarm. Um, I find other fucking excuses for it, but it, it, I, I need to stop. Um, it has destroyed so many nights of my sleep. Um, yeah, I mean, I can aggravate. Um, Hey, I got a, so I have a couple of thoughts about like uh, workout. So yeah. Um, I keep getting, you know, that those aspirations of wanting, I don't know, like wanting to have a certain body, like almost like a bodybuilding body at this point. Like, I'm just like, I just fucking wanted to like, I'm looking at my shoulders. I'm not satisfied. Like obviously the abs, like I'm like, all right, come on, like, I can fucking do it. I just need to be disciplined. I can fucking do it, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and I guess I had a little epiphany because um, one of the things like, even though, yes, I've technically like restarted the 75 hard a couple times now, um, I've been pretty good. Like I've been eating clean, you know? That's good. Like, um, I haven't, Halloween went by, I had no candy, right? Like I've been doing good. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, sorry to cut you off, but that's one yeah. way to think about it, too. It's like, yeah, you are restarting the 75 hard, but like there are certain things you have been carrying along with you, like the two workouts, mm -hmm. the water. Um, and so, like, I feel like you always get like really discouraged when you have to restart. You're like, oh, fuck it. I suck. But it's like yeah, you yeah. still have a lot of built a lot of good built up days. Yeah, like I do feel, I don't feel, uh, I mean, I, I, it sucks that, you know, I really want to like report a win, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, cross the finish line, get the fucking little medal, whatever, you know. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still like somewhat proud of whatever the, this continuous progress. And I feel like generally, you know, for years now, I'm not that bad, right? And so, but not perfect, definitely not perfect. Um, so I want, like, so I said, you know, like I keep thinking, it's like, where am I just not doing the job, right? And I got reminded about something. Um, um, and this is something like, you know, you have information, you have knowledge, but then you don't apply it. Um, 
Okay, I'll jump to the point. I think I'm going to s- smoke weed every time I work out. Okay, interesting. I think, yeah. So my, first of all, like, I think it is a healthy way. <laughs> like it's, a, it's a kind of a fucked up justification, but like, I think it's a healthy way to do it. Because you're doing it and you're not, you know, it's a very solitary, at least for me, experience, like working out, Um, you know, and uh, instead of putting on a show or listening to a podcast or whatever else, I just feel so much more in tune with my muscle Mm -hmm. that I feel like I'm just thinking about it a lot more. Like I did, um, um, I mean, I did both legs and upper body, but it was... Um, it was most, it was mostly the arms. Cause I was just like, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about every single rep and I was going through it so slowly putting as much tension on it as possible. And, you know, typically it's just like three, four sets and the very first set, the very first, like, I was just like, Oh my God, they're on fire. And, and it was just mostly because I focused on them so much. And I know that like that mind, whatever body connection is super important. I've heard it. Um, but I forget to do that. I always like, I go through workouts sometimes very distracted. So, um, yes. Yeah, so sort of the, the, like the sensation you're talking about is, uh, the mind muscle connection mm-hmm. and that's thrown around a lot. And I feel like when I first heard it, it, a lot of times people think it's like a like they're skeptical about it. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, just, just like lift the weight, but no, it is actually important to, that's why form work and taking your time is so important because it's not about how many reps you do. It's about the quality of that rep. And so anything that you can do to enhance your fill of that muscle, it may activate that muscle more, turn on more motor, uh, motor units um, than if you just like haphazardly did the movement. And so it's, it's not about just working out. It's like moving with intention. And that's how we can really get that muscle to fire. Like, I definitely feel like I've gotten my form pretty consistent. Like, I'm not, like, all over the place for doing – because I've mm-hmm. just been doing a lot of these uh, movements for a minute. Um, but, like, closing your eyes and thinking about imagining that muscle as you're mm-hmm. moving through it, oof, it just burns so much more. And it feels like it's getting so much bigger. Yes. Um, also noticing imbalances in my uh, in my two arms, which is frustrating. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's that. Uh, so, what do you what do you think about that? As far as just like, I mean, I'm not like trying to compete, so no one's gonna. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm just interested in my own results. What do you think about like? I guess as um, God, not not like not a steroid, like the what, what was uh, performance enhancing drug, like weed for working out. It's so I have heard of bodybuilders um, getting high before workouts. Usually they do it for their cardio because then it's a little bit more enjoyable. Um, Mm -hmm. As for lifting, it all depends on if you're able to focus. Like some people will smoke and then they can't focus on anything while some people will focus on everything. And so as long as you feel like, hey, you're able it like it locks you in and you're able to get like an awesome session. I don't see any issue with it. It may become an expensive habit. Um, but, <laughs> True. True. Um, but like I take pre-workout before all my workouts and that's basically just like caffeine and some other random, random stuff that's not approved by the FDA. Mm-hmm. Um, but like once I 
get my pre-workout in, I, t- I tell myself like, hey, it's time to lift. And before then, that switch is not on. So like everyone has their like trigger thing. Some people can just do it cold turkey. Some people just work out. Like uh, my girlfriend does that. She'll just wake up and go work out. I'm just like, I'm not sure how you're able to do that. Like how are you able to make that conscious switch? The robotic autopilot thing. Yeah. 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 So like for me, my thing that gets me locked in, gets me thinking about my muscles, is pre-workout or caffeine. Mm-hmm. That's a trigger. Yeah. Um, you know, I have pre-workout at home and I'm just so super inconsistent with it. I'm also pretty inconsistent with a lot of those shakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was, you know, trying to count my water, I was trying to incorporate more of those in. So I was that's doing, smart. Um, athletic greens quite consistently. Like that was the first thing I'd go with. But a lot of these, they don't like taste good together. Oh no! They so taste I have to, yeah. So I have to spread them out. You can't like mix all the powders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get a good result. I've tried it. It's disgusting. Um, and yeah, I tend to forget. I tend to forget. Um. But yeah, anyways, uh, it was one of my, you know, good music and that. So I'm going to try to keep going, see, see if I can get better results with it. I mean, obviously also kind of admitting that, you know, I could take uh, um, not pre-workout, not protein with the third thing that you should be taking, um, the water, the thing that keeps water in. Um, uh, creatine? Yeah. Creatine, yeah. Creatine, like. Yeah. I, I feel like if I was doing all of that, that would probably you know, help push in, in that yeah. direction. I want to be But I think but yes. and focusing on the muscle, I, I, I think is going to give me much better results than I've had uh, so, up to this point. So, you know, we have been like super inconsistent with the 75 hard, but what benefits have you seen so far? Like for me, when I was following it, when I was getting enough water, and then so my diet, my goal was just to um, hit my protein mark every day and then try to just keep everything else clean on the back end. And mm-hmm. just by doing that, like I felt instantly better in the morning. Like I would wake up and not feel like death. And I would say, wait a minute, this yeah. is interesting. Did I get enough sleep? Like the two weeks that I've followed 75 heart were like the best two weeks ever. Like I just had so much energy and so much clarity in my mind. And I attribute that to the protein and the water. So yeah, I've noticed, um, three changes particularly um they didn't all stick with me though um so the first one was after the first week that i mean like we did the walk then i did the sparring race um and then kicking off into this i mean dude i felt like superman like i was like this is amazing i love this lifestyle right and that first uh and that first week finished you know checked off every checkbox um in my mind, I felt incredibly confident. I was also reading the book on confidence as well. That was my 10 pages of nonfiction each day. Um, it, after that failure, though, that was definitely undermined, you know? So I want to get back there. Um, we've got my uh, half marathon coming up tomorrow, which is going to destroy me, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, how's the knee going? Oh, it, it it healed. So yeah, I tore my meniscus, but it healed after uh, three, four days. Yeah, we can talk about that, but it's it's back. I definitely did not train. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. this is going to be an experiment. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, 
it, so the other changes were, you know, as I'm taking picture, like, you know, my waist, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, little, little improvements. Um, the water intake was was probably the major one for me. Um, I've just, my metabolism feels so good. <laughs> like, uh, I didn't realize how much I was holding myself back before, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, those, are, those, are the, those are the main ones. I don't, but again, one of my biggest criticisms, I think, for the program in general, maybe it's not for the program, maybe it's just for myself. Like, I just don't, I stopped pushing myself as hard um, during the real workout, right? So I complement a lot of the stuff with, like, maybe just a walk instead of, like, a full-on run, um, which, mind you, again, the, the knee was hurting. I was healing, so I couldn't, yes. physically couldn't. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I realized like, yeah, I'm kind of going through the motions and I'm kind of doing the weight and I wasn't really reducing the weight. Um, and it was kind of completing the sets, uh, all the way through, but like, you know, again, it's just like the intensity just didn't feel like it was there. Well, um, I wasn't breaking out into sweats. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, here you go. Like, like I feel like we have two different views on it. So like, what you're saying to me, like, I remember we were talking about the 75 hard through text and you're like, hey, it's not spo- supposed to be easy. And I was like, yeah, but like my goal is just to get things done every single day. And then like certain days, like maybe mm-hmm. you can make it a little harder. And other days, it's just about like checking the boxes. Like the way I think about it is like uh, motivation when it comes to like working out, like, you know, you need to work out, but you, you don't always feel like you want to do it. So some days you go through the motion and that's completely fine. As long as you get it under your belt and some days you will actually love doing it. Um, and so that's how I was thinking about the 75 part. It's like, yeah, some days it's going to be ugly rushed through. And just, I'm just going to be like outside, like digging around. Like one of my outside workouts was me and my girlfriend's backyard. Like, just like rolling around on the mat. And I was like, it's fine. I'm outside and I'm doing movement. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, maybe I'll, uh, I'll make it more intense. It's just about keeping that train going. And then sooner or later, bam, you're like f- full, full steam ahead. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I think there probably should be more reasonable with, with my approach there. Like everything that you're saying sounds, uh, way more likely to succeed you know what I mean to actually mm-hmm. see progress to cross that finish line that kind of thing um i think i get a high from suffering i think <laughs> like i think i really just enjoy it um uh, and uh i like it when things are hard um yeah and it, yeah, i don't know like you were you know i've, I've definitely gotten criticism about it before but uh, um so Let's see. Yeah, let's go back to let's go back to your visit here to Austin, right? We did some yes. things while you were here. So we did the um, yoga, we did the ice bath. Um, we let's move in. You want to move into the mushroom trip? Well, not yet. Okay. Um, what did you think of the uh, spiritual night? I'm actually going to that tonight. Cool beans. So when we were in Austin, we decided to go to a spiritual night. Uh, the, and basically what is a spiritual night? It was just a group of people meeting, meeting and on a topic, just giving their opinion, how they feel, things like that. Um, so the topic that night was collective consciousness, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 
Um, and so we had some prompts like, hey, uh, what do you guys think about this? Um, what do you guys think about that? Um, and then other after that, it was just like a conversation that just flowed based on what the room felt. Um, and so my going into the spiritual night, again, as a skeptic of things, I was like, what is this? Like who, what type of people just get together and talk about their feelings? Like this seems weird to me. Um, and so going into it, I thought I would just sit in the corner and not talk. Um, but again, into these environments that are like a safe space, it's like very nurturing. You feel like you want to contribute to the conversation at hand. And so while I went to went into the spiritual night expecting not to talk, I talked a good bit. Um, and I enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, the the topic of collective unconsciousness. Uh, I think the uh, you know with the events that are happening in uh, Iran and um, that was sort of the the thinking there is like, well, what can be? Yeah, so it was, I think you know it was definitely. I want to like just put a broad stroke around and say like there was like a political kind of conversation or anything like that because it's not the intention mm-hmm. um but uh it, it definitely moved in that direction a little bit here and there uh but it was just sort of like how can we get people to think towards positive things um but yeah i mean what is that something that i don't know uh like you, you summarize what it was, right? But how, how did you, did you enjoy it where you would want to go to more of those? Or is that something that you're like, well, that was an interesting group, but. but so <laughs> yeah. out of all the things we did that required like some type of group, I think that would be the hardest to take and do somewhere else because mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I could find that many like-minded people um, or would I just be comfortable enough to open up like that? Like, I feel like when I was in Austin, it was like, oh, these people don't know me. I can just be whoever I want to be. Um, yeah, that, the beauty of travel. <laughs> yes, yes. You're and there so, and, you're, and then you disappear. Mm-hmm. And so I would definitely do it again but maybe only if I went down to Austin, because I feel like if I did it anywhere else, it would be a situation where you're like, oh, my first time was better like the other time. So like, uh-huh. I, would, like I wouldn't be able to lead it myself. Um, like some of the other things we did, I said, oh, I can do, the, I can do these in Philly because I could lead them, lead them myself, like the sprint squad. Oh, yeah, sp- sprint squad. Did yes. you, uh, yeah. did you yeah. give that a shot? Um, so sprint squad should have been done on Halloween and so I'm going to do it tomorrow because um, it's like every other week or something like that so it should have been done on a Halloween weekend mm-hmm. I'll just do it this weekend tomorrow and uh, so yeah so that's what I'm doing cool and cool. trying to get okay. some people to join <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be doing it here but I'll uh, be there with you in spirit um, nice uh, I, I like it getting uh, sprint squad chapters alright so uh, yeah the mushroom trip um how was it? Um, again, as a skeptic, I went into it like, hmm, ooh, nothing 
it's really going to happen. Um, and for the first hour, it kind of just felt like your normal high, um, mm-hmm. like just smoking weed. Um, the next few hours were when it actually started to get become an experience like no other. Um, so we did mushrooms. Uh, forgot what time it was. Pretty early. Um, and then just sat and watched TV. I think it was actually, yeah, it was kind of late because uh, that was the, yeah, that was the kind of a hesitation. Mm. I think it was like, yeah, like ideally I, I realized now what preferred it in the morning um, so I could sleep, but I had a hard time sleeping. So yes. I know we did it kind of late. <laughs> yeah. So yes, it was my first time doing mushrooms. Would I do them again? Yes. Was the experience amazing? Yes. How would I change it? I would like a guide if that makes sense someone to help me like say like okay you should be feeling this right now um Mm. and this is what's possible in this realm because like i feel like there were different stages um um and some stages i felt like i couldn't talk and some stages i felt like the world was open to me you know if i were to uh yeah i'll give my two cents on what i think your next one ought to be I think it should be by yourself okay. somewhere in a park with a journal in the morning, like wake up super early sunrise. There's, you know, yeah, there could be people. There might not be, I know the exact spot in Philly. Uh, there's like this, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'll find it on the map and from the TV, like go here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, and uh, yeah, put a blanket down and just sort of like, you know, maybe start with a book reading or just good music and just sort of like, just relax and kind of see where things go uh, with, uh, you know, pen and paper um, and uh, and like observe. I don't know. Like I would have that kind of experience because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, the, yes, there are guides, but like, and I, I think I've commented on this to you uh when I, by myself, they are, the experiences are often very enlightening about myself. Like I enjoy it from like a, like therapy with yourself. Um, when with another person or persons, it doesn't feel uh, consistent. It's uh-huh. just so highly variable to those people. Like I can have a fun, like, I can have a fun experience if I you know, smoke weed with some with one or a group of people, like because I just feel like there's a similar kind of not exactly the same from group to group, but like a culture or whatever around smoking weed that you're just like, you know, this is just this is the vibe. You know what I mean? Um, I don't feel like there's that kind of consistency with mushrooms, at least not for me. Okay. And so um, I've definitely had experiences like, oh well, my last social experience was like this, so this, so it's going to be like this again, and it's just not. Um, and I think in that similar manner, like you might find a guide, um, and you might find a different type of guide and it like, depending on the type of guide that you get, you will have, I think a very, um, you could have a very, um, uh, whatever non-subjective experience, <laughs> uh, like a very influenced experience, right? Somebody yes. might make, make it highly, highly spiritual, another person might lead you down the path that you know is that really your own but in other words there's good guides and bad guys yes 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 um 
so I think that you should have at least one that's on your own. Uh, but then after that, I think a guide is could be a good idea as well to kind of get that flavor. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that I personally want for myself as well um, to find a good guide. Um, I'm just relatively skeptical of the people that are guides. Gotcha. You know yeah. what I mean? Because a lot of them are like, well, they're like, I'm not convinced by their life experiences to help mm -hmm. me with mine. Yeah, so like the trip lasted quite some time, three plus hours. I would say my first realm was uh, just everything was funny. So just your standard weed high. Um, mm -hmm. Then visually things started looking just better to me. So like I remember looking at my phone and like the words were coming out or like the letter or the keyboard at me. Uh, we oh, went sure. for a walk. Uh, that walk was pretty good too. Um, but I feel like it hit me the hardest when I like lay when I laid down and just thought about tripping. Yeah, yeah. So we went, so yeah, we started up in the house and we went for a walk and then we came back, we watched Rick and Morty, which was amazing. It's a very good call on that. I think we watched like another show prior. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, let's find something like funny and uplifting. Yes. Um I, and that's the thing I think about like mushrooms in the evening because it's like dark, like it just feels uh, like a more serious experience versus like less sometimes a little bit less funny. Like you're True. influenced by like your things. And we put on Rick and Morty, I was like, I was just fucking obsessed. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, uh, and then yeah, we split off, went to bed, and I, I mean, I dude, I stayed up until wee hours in the morning i don't know i don't remember exactly but it was yeah well into yeah, the hands just yeah thinking, i think i was one or two yeah yeah and then we woke up and we uh we're like now we're gonna go do the walk <laughs> oh man yes well yeah go, go uh, ahead. It's, it, it was uh, I don't I don't have any I did not have any ma major epiphanies um from that particular trip um, so I don't have anything to share on my side, but how about you? Do you have anything I feel um, like you took away from it? So a lot of times you go through life and you're like, man, am I actually happy? Um, and it's hard to count your blessings. Um, the mushroom trip helped me count my blessings. So that's the biggest mm -hmm. thing I took from that. Like I actually took a second, looked back at my life and was like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I am actually happy. Um, and so that was the my from the mushrooms, just like actually knowing like, hey, I'm happy and try not to like beat yourself up about the small things too much. Yeah, I, that reminds me. I uh, one of the things I went to bed with, I was like unhappy about was I was like, I didn't give Brandon a hug. I was like, I got to give Brandon a hug when he wakes up tomorrow morning. I was like that, like that was the thing that stuck in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I was like really um, thankful for like friends and family. It's just like, yeah, you know what? This is actually a pretty good uh, experience and pretty good life. Yeah, it sure is. Um, so, do uh, you have any topics, any anything, any direction you'd like to take this? Um, I've got some written down, but... Uh, let's start with one of your topics, and then we'll go from there. All right. So, um, oof. do you want to go into relationships? That's one of the topics always is. Um, been very discouraged 
right? Yeah. Very, very discouraged. Um, so I am, oh, I had one realization recently. Um, you know, we've had conversations around settling, like what does settling mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm like, might've had an epiphany around settling. It could be wrong. could be very, like a very subjective thing for me. Um, when you were, let me ask you a question. Do you remember how old you were when you, um, um, you know, started liking girls and like kind of went in that direction? Um, you kind of remember that, like the first, like, I don't know, your first crush, anything like that. Yes. Uh, maybe it was like, let's, let's go with like seventh, sixth grade. Oh, okay. Okay. A lot later compared to, compared to what, like for, from what my memory is. So that could definitely be like an influence for, so I think about it as being very formative for me. And, um, what I think like your first kind of crush, like who you find attractive and who you, whatever, like, I, I think that's what I really kindness. I mean, your type can change for sure. I don't even know if like types really, really exist, but where I've realized like, Oh, like this is this type of, you know, girl, whatever, like there's, and if you end up with somebody that feels like a, higher quality person to that person mm-hmm. that you first that you first had a crush on um then you're not settling and if it's below that then you are settling okay that's what i realized it's it's one of those silly thoughts but um i've started reflecting on that and i was like yeah i you know i don't know does that make sense to you? I, I don't know so if that, I need if you that to, resonates at all. Yes, you need to flesh it out more. So you said you're basically like your your first crush or your first love. What type of person was that? Well, um, so she was popular. Okay. Right. So I think that that was uh, uh, not realizing that was a definitely a factor. Um she had her own um, uniqueness, right? Like there, there's something where she had her own thoughts. She had her own like unique, like she didn't feel like, like it was like that girl is just like this other girl over here. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, some of the stuff was definitely like personal, but I think that like it, maybe it even goes into being like crazy specific like hair color yeah things like that but like uh i don't know i've just been kind of like reflecting on it and trying to figure out like yeah i'm trying to trying to i think i want to be in a relationship um so there's this Sorry to cut you off. There's this yeah. trend on, uh, I think it's TikTok or something, but it will say something along the lines of this. It, it says, show me your your like first crush and show me who you ended up with. And so a lot of times the, the thing or the person someone visualized or fantasized about as a younger person is completely, it. the person they end up with is completely different. Oh, it's showing, 
it's basically showing like, hey, like you have this idea of what's perfect as a child, but you may find someone that does not fit that mold, but they complete you. And so it's like, mm. so when you bring up like, hey, um, in the like in my younger years, I thought of this girl as the perfect girl. Should that mean that I should be looking for her in my older years? Um, it, am I settling or not settling if I don't find her? Um, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what I'm grasping at here, or what I'm trying to equate it to. Yeah, yeah, and and by no means do I think I'm like this this uh, idea. Uh, so I didn't. I mean, I don't have TikTok. That's super interesting that, there, that there's a trend specifically for for that. Um, but uh, I don't think it's the necessarily correct. I was just kind of like floating that. I had this thought last night and um so i figured i'd float it on the pod and see what you thought see mm -hmm. if there's you know we see if it if, if uh if it matches um yeah i mean like practically speaking i think that uh i think that you can be in a good happy relationship um when the two of you are very different or you know it, like you blossom together um and uh you know, when I, again, think back to uh, to that long-term previous relationship I was in, um, it, it, that was there. Like, it, you know, the hard work, the commitment to it, the, um, I mean, honestly, like, I, it, it's still sad because I reflect back on it and realize, like, I was like, oh, my God, they poured so much into this. Um, it, it's, it's almost hard to imagine building that back up mm. if that's even possible um but um you know still relative to the scale of life in theory you know is possible but when i think of when you know taking that out of context like there's still a lot of a lot of work a lot of work and um you know when i you know, it's this idea of just that keeps floating around like is there a soulmate? Is there the right person or persons that you that you can be with? Is and then like when do you settle? When do you not? And what does that mean? Right. And I think it's really different for different people. And I was just like, well, maybe there's a uh, maybe there's a formula for it. Maybe it's relative to your first crush or something like that. Uh, um, okay, I see where I see the train of thought you're thinking of. Yeah, and it's it's a you know it's arbitrary. Um, probably not. You know the advice you give to your kid but like i don't know i i had that thought as i reflected because i like i went on a date with this uh um uh, with this girl that you know, was very sweet very nice there's really nothing quite like there's nothing off i guess you know uh pretty etc but i just wasn't feeling it mm -hmm. um and that's happened more than once um and when I think about, like, there's different reasons. It's not always the same reason. Um, but why why am I not getting those really good vibes? And then what, what clicked for me is, like, as like, maybe it's the settling part. Maybe I feel that this is what my brain told me I'm worth when I was a mm -hmm. kid. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's true or not, you know, we, we change, we evolve. Um, um but that's how you kind of, that's how I like see myself, right? I see myself being 
compatible with this person. Like I quote unquote deserve this person. I hate the word deserve, but, um, and what is that person like, you know? Um, so there's, I'm like slowly ironing out a type, I guess, but, uh, that aside, uh, other frustrations, which is just the frustration that, and this is going to sound, uh, whatever it'll sound how it sounds. I, I started. I've learned that there's a term called red pill. Okay. Do you know? Do you know what that uh, is? I I have heard this a lot, and I'm not sure if it's part of that like toxic culture. Yeah, well, that's that's how it's that's how it's summarized. Like, so I didn't I didn't know about it, and then like I heard like other people being referenced as that, and it, and it was just like, oh, okay, right. But then I've also you know. Uh, yeah anyways yeah so it'll probably sound like it's in that kind of category mm-hmm. um where right, let's be more specific right like i think that um you don't want to generalize you don't want to generalize right you don't want to talk about you don't want to talk about a race you don't want to talk about a uh you know a nationality you don't want to talk about a religion you don't want to talk about a sex in generalities right there's like different people yes um and yet i'm consistently encountering women who don't know what they want okay and it's exhausting so so as you were talking i was trying to think like what from an outside view what do i what would i describe this as it sounds like you are okay so let's see let me see how we want to explain this you are uh, it sounds like you're burnt out you want a relationship but you don't want to go through all of the build that you have to do for a relationship so you talked about how in your previous relationship, you look back on all the things that you did, like all the work that you put into it. And now to you, that work seems pointless unless the person is ready worth to go. Yes, yeah. worth it. Ready to go. So like going into a relationship for me, like my thinking of a relationship because of my previous experience is like, hey, no matter if this one works or the next one works, you have to go through the same steps, the same bumps on the road. It feels like when you start a relationship, you instantly say, skip those bumps. Let's get mm. to the end of the road. This is what mm. I want. And so while the girl on your end, it's like she doesn't know what she wants. It's like she's just re- ready to be on the road for a ride where you want to be at the destination. I love that. I love that you're calling me out on that. Um there's definitely there's definitely truth there there are a hundred percent um yeah i think i mean i i think i need to accept more of the kind of the the the, the steady slow growth that kind of occurs there you mm-hmm. know what i mean um but it is hard it is hard without being like you know okay i'm gonna like i don't think i you know expect more I think sometimes I, I have. I, sometimes I have, to be honest, but not all the time. Um, of like, well, I expect this level of communication, this type of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, thing, but there are some kind of core principles that I've figured out that, I'm, that I want, right? Yes. And, and I, 
feel like I've bumped against them here and there. Um, my frust- frustration is largely on, uh, I just, it's the inconsistency. It's the inconsistency of what is said day to day. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's, it's that, 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 that is how, like, I mean, I said is like indecisiveness, um, uh, not knowing what, you know, uh, what the woman wants, like, and I, I know it's a huge fucking stereotype, but like, it's been consistent when, when there's kind of mutual, you know what I mean? Like attracting like, well, okay. So if you do know what you want, why can't you, uh, like, how is it that you just change your mind so quickly? Now, do you um, feel like that's a, so you said it's been so consistent. Now, is that consistent across the ages? Have you, like, yeah. do you need to expand your age range? Or is, is that the situation? It's been, I'd say that it's, um, I mean, the older the woman, the the easier for the most part. Yes. Um, so, you know, that, that the communication is much better. But yeah, it generally spans across ages. Um, okay. Is is what I've is what I've found, and um, so yeah, I'm uh, I am now toying with the idea of potentially trying a matchmaker because mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know, um, you know, um, like this is this is who I am. Um, yes, this is you know the type of person I want to be with, and and. Uh, Maybe if they kind of do the pre-screening, pre-whatever validation, and there's like that physical attraction, then maybe you know the dates can be more easy, yeah. right? So, more, yeah. Like I describe, like the vibe I'm getting, like the way I described it may have come off as negative, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think this is the situation that you're in, and so you may not find people that are willing to be in that same mindset. And this is why you're having so, so much trouble. Cause it, it's like, you know what you want and you, ex- you expect if you lay out the details of the plan, like they should come to the same conclusion of like, Hey, yeah, you're right. This is also what I want, but it, mm-hmm. the world is not that simple and people are not that straightforward. And so it's like, yeah, it's like, you're 10 steps ahead of everyone that you're dating right now and you don't want to go back to their step and you want them to come to your step. And it's like, uh, maybe you can meet in the middle. Maybe that could be one way. The matchmaking sounds like a good idea um, because it's like cuts out all the trash, so to speak. And then it just fine tunes your searching. Um, But maybe you have to meet someone in the middle, but then you, run the risk of like settling and that's something that you bring up a lot yeah and and it doesn't have to be all like figured out contractual like i don't want a relationship with no magic mm-hmm. <laughs> right um that doesn't don't want that at all um i think uh you know what i've heard from women pretty consistently is that they want a consistent man okay uh someone who is if they say they're going to do something they do it i've heard this from a number of women that as being one of their most important traits yeah i I, I believe in that yeah that's true right 
the hypocrisy sucks. Because the amount of times that the woman's been inconsistent for what she said, uh, I don't have enough fingers. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, um, that that's really what I'm talking about. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see where that goes. I mean, there's the, uh, you know, the, the woman in New York, for example, just like mm-hmm. out of, out of the blue, change your mind. Didn't like, didn't send me a text and like kind of forgot, forgot about me. Like why? Right. It wasn't like there was a conversation that happened prior. It wasn't that I changed. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Why? Why? What happened? Where, where did the magic go? Um, so, um, but you know, it is, a, it is, it is that whatever journey. Um, I've had, um, I'm just like, I'm just rifting. So brain by mm-hmm. any, if you want to like take this conversation elsewhere, we can. Um, I, one of my other recent realizations was keep coming back to it, like depression. Um, I, dude, I keep teetering if it's real or not. Okay. How so? Yeah. T- let's talk about so this. Like, yeah. So like, I've been not satisfied, right? Okay. But not depressed either. I've been sad, but not depressed. Like, and when I think about what is like, what's the root there? Like the 75 hard, just to kind of bring it back to that. That and the more confidence, the more like, you know what I mean? Secure I am in me. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't feel depressed. I don't feel like anything is keeping me in a box. That's like, that's what I've realized is just like, that's just a big trigger of mine, right? If I'm made to feel, you know, trapped or controlled, um, and obviously that stuff, you know, goes back, uh, it, that is where I get, that is where I sort of be, can potentially begin to spiral or lose energy. Okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I struggle with it because, again, like, I've had really terrible experiences. Um, and I honestly can't even predict the future either. But, like, you know, I had the thought, it was like, well, honestly, like, if I were to, God, I should put this stuff on the, on the podcast but you know if like were to make a certain decision i feel like i'd make that decision with all the rationality in the world right now not with a feeling of like oh hopelessness and you know what I mean? like not of a feeling of despair yes um well so yeah you does it <sighs> I'm trying to figure out, like, what does it all boil down to? Like, I feel my best when I feel in control. Like, when I actually set out plans that I want to accomplish, when I actually Mm -hmm. think about my day, like, nothing scares me. Nothing brings me down. But when I lose that control, that's when I feel like I'm at my lowest. Um, And so, like, is it like a control thing? Like, hey, when you are in control of more aspects of your life, you don't feel that depression? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right? I think so. And I think that it's, um, you know, there's, you know, you want to ha- be able to let go of things as well. Um, 
And when I think about myself, like I can definitely correlate it to a, a childhood thing, or I can correlate it to just a feeling of like, maybe it's just genetics of being a man. And this is how I want to live my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the, um, the correlation is really strong, right? If I feel, if I feel secure, you know what I mean? Um, everything's good. And I think that this is what I'm most looking at kind of maybe to bring back a little bit to relationships. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for to be with a woman that makes me feel secure. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like makes me feel stronger, like support. Like, and I don't, I know, I don't think, I know that I'm not the type of person that would, um, you know, do things consciously at the expense of my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just, I know myself. Um, but I also simultaneously know myself that I would do things at the expense of myself for my partner. Yes. So being with a partner who, who sees me, supports me, like, you know, I hate the word submissive, but it's a little bit submissive in the direction of life. Like, um, it helps. Um, and that one's tricky, right? Like the word that even just that word submissive, I heard it on a couple episodes of some uh, YouTube channels watching, uh, they were asking guys like, what do you look for? And they were like from the UK and stuff like that. And like, like submissive, submissive, Ooh, submissive, really? That, that doesn't sound like a good word. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, so I'm still hesitating on that. But like when I heard that, I was like, I had to pause and reflect. I was like, well, what does that mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I've used a different word for that before, which is just like I need to be able to lead. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I, I think I need that. I think I need that kind of quality of control that I feel like I'm, you know, the man, the leader in the household mm-hmm. that's who i am and, and and a person who supports me in that um and i think there's just so many like toxic examples that it just feels very difficult to even have this conversation but you know i was watching pennyworth which by the way amazing fucking show so much fun uh that's with the, the batman's butler yes story uh, and uh, his his parents, like, his dad is a fucking full-on asshole. <laughs> and despite him being this insane, selfish, narcissistic asshole, his, his wife, um, Alfred's mom, like, loves him deeply, understands him deeply, and he loves her back deeply. And it's fucking weird and dysfunctional. But like you see that and you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to be that level of asshole. Like this <laughs> but can I get some of that loving? Like, so, yeah. Yes, it's a, so I am still, so I am in a relationship and I say relationship because like we are together, we hang out all the time, but it's still on rocky roads like her parents probably don't want us to be together and so it's like they don't know that we hang out anymore um it's just it's we she she jokes around and she calls it a situationship 
Um, oh, I've, I've heard that recently. That yes. That's a word. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, it's not a real relationship, but you basically do everything that you do in a relationship. Um, but no one can know about me. And so it's interesting. We are in this period right now where she's thinking, is this going to work out? Will this be a long-term thing? Like, should we get back together and just like ride off into the sunset? Um, and like on my end, I'm like, hey, yeah, we should get back together, even though I was the one that broke it off in the beginning. Um but she still has our hesitancies. Um, and so relationships are weird. And I have no answer to you for like, how do you make a relationship work? I try to look at the people who are in relationships, like people I know who are in relationships for a long time and say like, all right, what are they doing? Can I copy some mm -hmm. of those things? But what I have learned is like, some things are just, some things just worked for that specific couple and it may not work mm -hmm. for anyone else and so like yeah. right now the situation that we are in it works for us and i'm happy and hopefully she happy she is happy too um but yeah relationships are weird and i feel like you always have to be willing to do the dirty work to hopefully get to the point that you want to and then when you don't want to do that then that's when it gets a little if the person's not on your same page, it feels like there's a big disconnect between the relationship or between the individuals. Yeah, I, I think um, we've talked about this before. I think one thing that you've said that I think is so very true is uh, uh, what, what works in one relationship does not work in another. Like it is not all interchangeable, mm -hmm. uh, which is why I think there's so much relationship advice and why, you know, if someone is in a relationship, and it's in the they feel like they have to tell you what makes that relationship good sometimes. yes um and uh you know and does it work does it not um does it translate does it not i don't it kind of depends right I, I think there's definitely things you should you should still listen to what other people say right like i still believe that you know what i've learned from uh like it's still true you can't not have it which is like things like commitment and trust and good communication like those are really fundamental i think um for a certain type of relationship um what i think i'm looking for at the moment is uh values like real strong alignment on those values because then that creates the building blocks to go further mm -hmm. um and then you can start that long journey of discovery um I didn't know that you were, um, that you broke it up though. Um, we, we happened? broke up, uh, we broke up a long time ago now, like months ago. Um, it was an issue with my schedule at work and I, we were just having fights so often and I, I just assumed like, Hey, there's nothing we can do to like make this work. Um, maybe we should break up. Uh, so we like broke up for a few days and then we talked for a bit and then we just been talking ever since. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's this weird thing where it's like not a relationship, but a relationship. Like I'm always over there. We're always hanging out. Mm -hmm. um, but her friends hate me. Her family hates me. So and she. And what, why do they hate you? Because. Because you broke it off. Yes, I broke it off. And she's the type to uh, 
She's oh, very emotional. How yeah. she feels. Yeah, yes. Very emotional. She tells, she needs to talk to everyone. And so they heard about the whole situation, heard about how hurt she was. And then now it's just like, oh, now he's back. He's just going to do it again. So like, that's their, that's what they're always yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh, he's just going to do it yeah. again. And so she's very, she gets influenced very easily by the people in her life. And I feel like, so that's where we differ a lot. Like she's heavily influenced by like her parents, her friends, um, mm-hmm. and what they have to say about her life. And me, I'm not influenced at all. So it's always this weird disconnect of like, I'm from my side, I'm like, why do you even care what they think? And from her side, it's like, I like, I try to walk a mile in her shoe. I'm like, of course she should care. Like these are the people who give her a support system. Um, and so there's it's always a tug of war in my mind whenever a situation happens because it's like you shouldn't care what other people have to say. Like whatever works for us works for us. But mm-hmm. also, if this is what you have been doing your whole life, who am I to say like your way of thinking, your way of processing things is wrong? Yeah, yeah. It, it's um, I think we're trying to learn how to. Uh, I mean, what an equal relationship really looks like, right? Yes. I, I think I think that's one of the biggest challenges in like society today is that figuring out, because every person individually is slightly adjusted on a spectrum, mm-hmm. um, men and women. And um, you, you find someone on that spectrum and, you know, you'll make, you might have some internal assumptions for what you expect from your partner. And vice versa. Where I found is, I mean, what's funny, but I think it's true, are a lot of like fundamental, um, right? I think that's the right word, like fundamentalist, like religious relationships, where like the rules are specified, like this is what the man does, this is what the woman does. Like they seem to work yes. longer, <laughs> I guess. Are they? Are those people happy? I think that sometimes they are. Probably not all the time, but I think sometimes they are. And but I think that regardless of whether they're happy or not, I think like that complexity doesn't exist where it does today, where we try to figure out like our own boundaries, our own how do we, you know. Well, that's an interesting know, so you talked about how you were looking for more consistency from like your significant other. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you'll find that in like either a different uh ethnicity or like a different religion like is some of the stability you're looking for out there in a certain group of people because we talked about uh like your uh your identity what makes up your identity and sometimes it's religion sometimes it's your culture and those religions or cultures have a subset of rules that creates a certain person um thought about like maybe you're just looking for the wrong people yeah i have um i have where i think i personally struggle is that i don't have a people (laughs) i don't have a culture that i perfectly fit into and so i don't have a group of you know a group to to look at and say that uh well you know i you know identify with the ukrainian immigrant girl Right, like mm, a little bit. Like there's some baseline understanding, but not completely. If she's mold, it doesn't work. Um, 
the I think that you know I've outlined the, the qualities of what I'm looking for um, and some of those qualities like they will for instance they definitely like overlap with um, yeah like some of the more fundamental traditional stuff right um, but if that woman is incredibly uh, you know dogmatic about religion that'll probably be it you know that probably won't work yeah um, that's my that would probably be, be my only icebreaker because I'm not heavily religious, so I would maybe offend indirectly or just like. Um, yeah, and you, and you don't want to do that. I mean, especially if that's like a core core value. If it's more in the, if it's more spirituality, that's different, right? Because you can have to. You know what I mean? That's I for me for me. I, I feel like I could respect that more and even dive into that realm. Mm. Um, the. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I just, I feel like I've kind of cherry picking these, these values, finding myself on where I am on the spectrum and hoping that um, a woman comes along that knows herself well enough that she goes and says, yes, those are the qualities that are going to make me happy long-term. This person, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying like it, just immediately being like, yeah, no, this, this, this is the one no more research necessary. Like, here we go. Right. That's not what I'm saying, but be like, yeah. Finding a woman who knows what she values strongly enough and consistently. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's not, there's not a feeling of like, well, I don't know how to put it right. Like that way you can spend your time going exploring other facets of each other yes i feel like i feel like you know easy, it, like i've not been able to get into like a long-term honeymoon phase do you, you know what i'm saying like yes a part where you were like because that's how it should be i think there should be sparks then a honeymoon phase where like fucking everything's wonderful then you know conflict and communication and you kind of work through that and then deep trust and then you have a relationship I, I look i think it's relatively formulaic to that end right um what how you resolve a conflict what things are important to you and them and, and, and boundaries and all of that kind of stuff um that's i think super different from couple to couple uh, but having the confidence that at the end of the day it's just like like, like the person sees you as this, you know, amazing person and they're going to want to resolve it as much as you want to resolve it. That, <laughs> I, I, I'm struggling to find that. Really struggling to find that. And it just could be, you know, could be me, could be, could be not finding the right people. Who knows? Mm -hmm. and, and it could be, could be, could be a cultural thing. And it could be that stereotype that, not when I say stereotype, that generalization that is feeling true, which is just like, well, maybe women are just wired differently, you know, and need to adjust expectations. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yes. Uh, like, like I sent you, women, you can't live with them and you can't live without them. Yeah, no, I still very much like women. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle. Um, um, let's move on to some entertainment. What, uh, what have you either been reading or watching or listening to? Um, 
yeah, uh, Pennyworth is really good. Um, like, it is fun. It's a good show. It's a fun show. Like, the episodes are very long. Um, I don't like some of the things that they're doing because it does feel like they're kind of dragging it out. I think there's, like, three or four seasons. I don't know. I'm, like, somewhere in the middle. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the, 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 the world that uh, they're living in. It's like this... It's after World War II, but like England's a very different place, and it's also comic or you know what I mean, yeah, influenced. So it's not exactly England historically at that point, but it's very fun. Um, recommend that, and then I watched uh, one episode of the new Titans series. Really? How was that last night? Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I've like tuned in and out of that show. To be honest, um, I think it was a pretty weak start for that show. Like the first season, I really wasn't into it. I just kind of had it as background noise. Um, but I am starting to, you know, pay more attention to myself and whatever. And then so I'm just paying more attention to the dialogue and the dialogue is feels very mature. The dialogue feels like um, like you're dealing with complex characters. Okay. And so I like it. Yeah. Whenever there's live action things, I'm always intent to watch because I'm just like, eh, it's live action. It's it's live action of a show that I have seen animated. So like, w- mm-hmm. what are the limitations now? Um, it's very different from like Teen Titans mm-hmm. in terms of like feel and everything else, right? And they, uh, I don't know how cut up with, with it you are, but they actually did introduce an actor who plays Batman and an actor that plays Lex Luthor. I don't think they've introduced Superman yet. Um, and, you know, they feel human. They, they're very different. It's an entire world that's very different from, like, how you think, oh, Batman's like this. Like, um, so it's, it's good. I recommend it. Um, the other thing that I definitely want to bring up um, that I brought up when you, were, when you came to visit, but if you haven't got around to watching it, oh, it's fucking amazing. And that is uh, Enter Galactic, uh, the thing that was produced by Kid Cudi. Um, Oh, so good. It was like the Spider-Man multiverse good, like quality good. It was so good. Okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to it, um, but I should have some time tonight, so I should be able to check it out. Um, On my end, I have been... I So... uh, with all my reading for my 75 heart, I have gotten back into audiobooks too. Cause I was just like, I need something to break it, break it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love my sci-fi. So I finished a book called uh hell Mary. I think it was, um, which was pretty good. Um, Oh, I do. I, I do love sci-fi. Uh, so hell Mary's pretty good. Um, interesting little problem introduced in the book and interesting solution and yada yada good science and whatnot Mm. Uh, i've been catching up with all the new animes that have come out because i feel like i haven't got it's been a long time since i have found an anime where i'm just like oh this is like top tier um you said you were sort of watching bleach where are you watching that Um, uh look i i can send it send it to you after this um there's this website that i go to Um, okay so it's not a it's not on Crunchyroll, yeah, yeah. I used to pay for Crunchyroll because I was like, oh, you know, I'll I'll give it back to the anime community. But then I was just like, yeah. I was just 
I'll just go to my <laughs> shady sites. Um, gotcha. But yeah, so Bleach, pretty good. If you have watched any of, if you have watched the old seasons and watched enough of them, then I feel like it's great. If you haven't, I don't think you can jump into it because like, it doesn't explain anything. It just shows you mm-hmm. characters that you know previously. It shows events that previously and you're just like oh that's that from that's not like from the exact season but you're like oh that's from back in the day mm-hmm. um and the animation is like oh beautiful just seeing a difference between um what you remember and now you're just like man they can really draw slash animate now yeah i started watching uh, uh chainsaw man which was uh very pretty very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I need to watch that one too, um, but yeah, Bleach is good. I love the power. The I love the the world building. I love the power that they have. It's just all cool. Um, other than that, from TV shows, I haven't been watching too much. Um, mm-hmm. Let me think. What have I watched? Recently? Have you seen um, uh, not Shazam but Black Adam? No. Did you watch it in movie theaters? I did. I did. And how was it? I give. Okay. Yeah. But it was good. The rock is just the fucking rock. Like he by himself makes that movie. Like, you know, like it's super entertaining, but there's so much like, uh, like, you know what? Like when they make movies, trying to make movies for the whole fucking family i, I get mm-hmm. it right so when you're making a movie for the whole family you feel like you got to include something for all the ages like the kid to feel you know what i mean and, and so on and so on i mean i think that is what ruins movies <laughs> yes <laughs> I really do well like, that's had they made this movie just for kids beautiful if they made this movie for me <laughs> right like i mean i feel like so much more like you can really like the 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 conversations everything like there's a scene in the movie where this like kid that rides on the skateboard like rallies up an entire town and like they all like follow him into battle and like that would never fucking happen (laughs) so but it was it was good uh the effects were amazing and um you know it feels like um this is honestly not a fucking spoiler. Like it really isn't because they spoiled it before the movie was even released. Like the, the you know Warner Brothers bringing back um, Superman. Really, uh, the the guy that plays in The Witcher. So they canceled the you know Witcher four. He's out. I forget his name. Um, the, the, Hen- the Henry Cavill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that guy, um, and he's back to being Superman. So that's a whole drama about that but uh so the yeah the post credits thing is adam meets superman and they've rivals in the comics and shit forever you know because mm-hmm. superman's weak with magic um so you know like they're trying to restart it and marvel's been pretty shit so like that's kind of interesting um but that aside it was entertaining i'd save my money uh so yeah, so 
so it's not like so did it have that little so you said they need to make uh parts of the movie that's for all family or for the whole family uh did they have their little love interest part that's the part i hate about um, marvel movies where they're like uh, oh the superhero yeah. is in, in love with this mortal yeah so uh thankfully not obviously there's like a little bit of like that was going on for a minute because you got the fucking rock and you have a female leo like the mom who's single so you know mm -hmm. maybe right but that's it is fairly dumb and not explored um so i'm gonna say no that that was not that was not the thing i think it was uh just the general pacing of it so they brought in um which honestly felt like semi-random heroes into this movie okay Obviously, they brought in um, Dr. Fate, who's a really important fucking, like, person. Mm -hmm. um, and that was played, re that was really well done. Like, anytime he was in the scene, it was amazing. Basically, anytime he was in the scene and, the, and uh, you know, The Rock was in the scene, then those scenes were great. <laughs> uh, some of the other, like, B-cast heroes, uh, you're like, I... Uh, there, there's no explanation for them. There's no like build up to why they're like. You get a little bit of, like here are their powers, and like you know, you move along. Like if they removed them from the film, the film would have been exactly the same. <laughs> um, and uh, and then yeah, just there's like moments that just felt very Disney-ish, right? So like I mean, Disney, this is Warner Brothers, not Disney, but like you know what Disney's doing right now, which is just like in disney into these stories for no fucking reason that's that's what was happening here uh, gotcha. which the way that i'd summarize it is like but mm -hmm. you know whatever uh so, so, yeah go cool. ahead it was cool no no it was cool it was, i got nothing i got nothing else on that i i do want to say that uh the movie that you and i watched when you first got to austin was phenomenal yes uh the the woman king like that is something watching and, and buying a ticket for i'm not sure if it's still in theaters though yes the woman king was great movie uh i enjoyed it it was a little some as it it was some fan i would call it fan service in there like like closer to the end where uh the young girl met the mm. the uh the the colonial i guess you would call him the guy coming from yeah. overseas and it's yeah, just like yeah. why is this man so 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 handsome. <laughs> so, yeah, so ripped. Yeah, I was like, what the heck? But he's, other he's than got, that, he's got yeah. his own. He's got his own workout plan. Yeah, he's like he has a yeah. modeling career back in uh, Europe or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I other agree. than that, it was that. it was great. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, no, no, no. It was a quality movie. Yeah, I think I think more movies like that. Movies with. You know, yeah, like one of the things I was happily not disappointed by this. Um, there was a little girl, younger girl, and I was I thought she was gonna be the main person in the yes. yes. I was so grateful that she wasn't. Like like she was there and she was important, but like she wasn't the do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I guess maybe now at my age, like I wanna see movies like when I was a kid, I wanted to see movies with kids in it, right? As an adult, I mean, 
yes and and, and and have those types of stories and have like interesting like oh like you know like we're having we're trying to learn about life and each other and whatever you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah more 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 of that please like a little bit so I love that movie I think for that for that reason that it didn't feel like I was being talked down to <laughs> Um, let's see. What else, else you got? Um, let's see. Uh, we talked about the 75 heart. We talked about mm-hmm. Austin a bit. What else did we do in Austin? Did we cover everything? Uh, let's talk about our walk. So we yeah. attempted, so a while back, we did 48 miles and we did a 48 mile walk. Our first go around, Mike died. He broke his foot, basically. <laughs> Um, and I was able to finish it uh, after some breaks and then chopping it back up and then just repeating. Um, but yes, yeah, so we basically walked 48 miles in under 48 hours. Um, and so we tried to do it again in Austin. Uh, started very early. I'm thinking, was it? Uh, no, I think it was like five because we started, we started walking really, really, really early. And mm-hmm. I think we met up with Sean at like six. Yes. So we tried to do it in Austin. Uh, no training up to it. Just wake up one day. No prep. Just walk and see what happens. Um, Very little sleep. <laughs> yes. Very On that same day, we decided to do sprints. And so we'll take a little uh, segment into uh, talking about sprint squat. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'll pass that over to you. So what is sprint squat? Um, so Sprint Squad has been my like gateway drug to Austin. Um, it's run by this uh, uh, guy named Zach, um, and it's bi-weekly. And um, I don't know how long he's been doing it. He like took over for somebody else. Um, you show up, you do a little bit of stretching in the beginning. You uh, do 20, um, 20 sprints total, sixty yards. The first ten are at like fifty percent. The other are more. But you, you put into it whatever you want. Like, there's no commitment to it. What I like about it is, yeah, a little bit of physical activity. The sprint is cool and really good. But it's also, like, the, the social. I don't know. Like, being outside and, like, meeting people. Um, like, you run and then you kind of walk back and you'll have a conversation. You'll kind of intermingle and i don't know man I, like yeah. when i showed up i was very you know it was just mostly to myself and, and they made me feel very welcome and then i've been doing it basically for a year now almost well it'll be a year soon and just just I, like yeah like i've missed the Wim Hof group on, on friday mornings before i don't think i've missed any sprint squad uh unless i was out of town yeah, so when when I went down to Austin, we did three things that required us to like meet in groups. It was uh, the sprint squat, uh, the yoga and ice bath, and then the spiritual group. And I I told Mike this. I was like, it felt like we did like a bunch of icebreakers this weekend. Like it was so much socializing. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the yoga group, if you had any projects or any uh, like you own the business, you could talk about that and plug get a good plug there um when we were doing the sprint squad as so you sprint down and then you walk back and even the instructor was like hey 
as you walk back, just get to know the person that you're uh, walking, uh, that you're next to. Like, just look to your side and, and talk about the, uh, talk to the person. Um, we even did like an icebreaker in the beginning. I uh, it was like a sweet, buds and thorns. Yeah, bud and thorn. I really like that. Um, and so yeah, it's like it was a lot of socializing when I went to Austin, and it's great because it's like like even if you don't always care about the conversation sooner or later you're going to meet someone that that you like hit it off with and you're like oh you see them every time so it's, it's a okay. great it's it, it's a great networking uh i want to say place uh once i went down there like i was like i felt like oh man this is a great place where like if you do this you do that you can build a good network yeah and you know friends are friends are hard it's, it's really hard to yes. build friends in a new place um especially as you really hard age, to build yeah. friends as you get older yeah um but you know i yeah i went for a really long time i mean like yeah we did the spiritual night and that kind of dove into politics a little bit but i'd say by and large like you know one of the things that was very very refreshing um coming from philly to austin was the lack of those types of cliche conversations as well um was it cliche like the conversations that we just we've kind of had like where you almost don't want to have i guess maybe they're not cliche but like you know the um political conversations the overly serious the conversations where you're like oh this person but i feel like the conversations are more um health oriented there's a lot mm-hmm. of spiritual conversations there's a lot of conversations of like you know uh fun things that you're doing yeah right? like and and it's yeah it's that's good it's easy yeah um, everyone had very good energy and no one was like like i kind of hate i kind of hate you or i hate these people it's just like hey we're here we're having a good time let's enjoy ourselves um yeah nobody was there like being like like you're like i'm just here to sell Right? Yeah, and yes, I feel like yes. those vibes are very common in in Philly for if you get something like this. Like mm-hmm. things things start off and you're like, well, I'm really here just to promote my you know thing. Yes. So yeah. So Sprint Squad is great if you want to try it on your own. Do a little warm up. Then there is five laps of just jogging. Then it's ten uh, sprinting laps where you're sprinting down at fifty percent, walking back. And then there's another 10 sprints where you're sprinting at 100% and then walking back and then figure out the distance, whatever distance you deem appropriate. Um, But back to the walk. So after Mm -hmm. our sprint squad, we decided to continue to walk to a barbecue place. So Mm, Texas barbecue, we went to- You have to try Terry Black's. Yes, Terry Black's. So- Again, we went into this walk with no prep and probably doing the things you would not want to do if you wanted to see. Um, so after our sprint, we went to go get barbecue and it was delicious. Austin is known for brisket and it was the best brisket I ever had. Yeah, that makes me so happy to hear. Um, I've, uh, yeah, I feel like every time somebody comes to visit, I'm like, sweet, I get to do barbecue. But uh, <laughs> Terry Black's is so stupid expensive, though. Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah. I think it was uh, Yeah, I, it was yeah. crazy expensive. It was definitely worth it, especially if you don't eat barbecue all the time. Like, I don't remember the last time I had good brisket. and So, mm-hmm. definitely worth. Um, so, yeah. So, the way we did our walks, we had these points of, like, accomplishment. So, Sprint Squad was one. Then we walked a few miles to Terry Black's. 
And we walked another few miles to uh, Barton Springs, which was that like makeshift river pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and while the weather was nice, it was a rough walk. Like, I don't know. I think just the running kind of destroyed me. The eating kind of destroyed me, but also gave me energy. Uh, the springs rejuvenated me, but also made me want to not walk anymore. Um, we ended up after Barton Springs, we walked a few more miles to uh, the cafe. Cafe. Yes. Mozart, Mozart Roasters. Yes. Um, and basically a cafe by the water. And it was perf- a perfect ending point. We got there, got some lemonade and just said, oh, yeah, this is it. <laughs> I think we got to 24 three maybe miles yeah i think i think something like that yeah yes it so good. it was re- it was respectful yes it was a so. respectful walk for the day especially counting all of that we did the part mm-hmm. we missed out was actually walking into austin the city yeah the, um and so that's why city stuff but i mean to yeah. be honest like the stuff that we got to see minus like not getting to see zilker um uh, you know that is the real Austin, like the, the the parts where we were, all the parks and things like that. Mm. Like, oh yeah, the, the parts know, are like, amazing. Yeah, like when you're thinking downtown, you're probably like you know thinking you know like like the big clusterous city, uh, and it's just that's not what it is. You know what I mean? There's like there's cool things, but and I wish we got to see it, but uh, reason to come back. I'm just yeah. saying that like what I think what we did get to see. Uh, makes me feel like that from my point of view that is what I love the most about Austin like I don't go downtown and be like oh, I'm gonna go have fun downtown like, mm-hmm. I, I go to Barton Springs yeah no that the amount of nature we saw was definitely awesome just walking through giant parks and giant trails and you're like wait a minute is this actual like land that people walk on is isn't just like wilderness mm-hmm. um was great and then when we first did the walk, we ran out of sidewalks in Philly, and that was a big issue for me. We didn't run out of sidewalks in Austin, so thank you, Austin, for providing so many sidewalks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there were some definitely cool scenes. We walked up the bridges and stuff, or um, pictures and captured more of that walk. Maybe next time do a GoPro. I do mm-hmm. think that it is something I'm gonna do it again, probably on my own. Um, cause I would, again, I like enjoy suffering and I want to see if I can do it. So I'll probably pick a, a random weekend in the, probably in the new year. Maybe I'll do it this year, but most likely in the new year and give it a go. Probably pencil mm-hmm. it in my calendar now. Um, and, uh, try to do it again. Try to do the thing that we did, do it again with, you know, um, uh, again, adjust the footwear, try to, try to, try to survive. Uh, the Spartan race was brutal for me. Um, my shoes were too small. Yeah, let's talk about that. So after, so the we did the walk, and then the weekend after was the Spartan race. Um, I almost feels like it was like yeah, I guess it was the weekend after, right? It wasn't, it wasn't because you left on Sunday, right? Yes, and it what in the yeah. yeah, so it wasn't Halloween weekend, but the weekend before it. So yeah. it was the weekend, yeah. So it was, it was it was immediately the weekend after. Right? Mm-hmm. So we did the long walk. Um, kind of recovered from that no injuries really although yeah definitely you know got to the point where i was like ah uh, yeah like i got to the point in my head i was just like if we keep going i'm gonna get injured and then i'm not gonna be able to do the spartan race <laughs> um so i went you know went through did the um I, I 
didn't get sleep that night either, uh, like the Friday into Saturday. Oh, I went to um, I get a ticket to see um, Formula One. Um, oh yeah, so saw Star that Wars. on yeah. Friday. Yeah, um, that was the the Friday after you uh, after you had left. Uh, super cool, super cool. Um, I, it was, uh, it, and then saw Green Day. That was that was there. Um, I can definitely see myself getting into Formula One stuff. But I'm like, oh, too many hobbies, but like it's tempting because it's a very like nerdy sport. Um, you just dive into like all the technical things of a car. Um, uh, saw Green Day. That was that was cool. Took forever to leave, um, but eventually got out. And by the time I got home, it was like midnight, I think, almost or whatever, and. The race was the following morning near Dallas, which is two, three hours away, three hours away at least. And so anyways, I got a little bit of sleep and I got up and I started driving and I was just like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to, like, I was just like downing coffee, but I had no idea I was going to go about it. So I get there and I'm coming in a little late. So I ended up being like, uh, the run ended up being like, instead of being in the morning and effectively during noon. Um, and dude, it felt really good. It felt really, really good. Like I went in there and I was just so tired from the get-go that I was like, I have nothing to prove. I'm just fucking, I'm just going to go with it. And I had headphones in, like danced along the way, you know, fuck. Like, but I paced myself so perfectly that I didn't feel, um, I, at no point did I feel like my lungs were exhausted and that's never happened before. Um, so I was really happy about that. I was like, oh, I'm fucking crushing it. And, you know, I, I have these shoes that I got, and they're like Spartan shoes. But And I've, I've worn them before, and I must have forgotten that they were a size too small. But they're a fucking size too small. And, it's, and initially, they just feel snug. But then after so many steps, they're not snug anymore. They're like eating away at your like, toes, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and it got super painful. Um, and so I got to the point where I'm like, my, I, I basically would keep going, but my toes would be constantly pointing up mm-hmm. and then things got worse. Uh, at, after around mile 10, uh, there's this section that was really cool. Like, so anytime I see like rocks and things like, like very like high key kind of thing, like I get excited because I love jumping around rocks. Um, so I start like fucking going with that right it's just like how pop i can be faster than anybody else i can just jump around rocks um like i'm good at balancing myself on those like little edges and stuff like that well all of that like horizontal movement fucked up my knees because one i've already put a lot of strain on them right yes and i didn't it wasn't immediately after that section but shortly after that section um that i started to feel it and I was like, all right, this is like really, it's starting to get really, really painful, really, really painful. I found a walking stick and I ended up just barely crawling over the finish line. <laughs> when I say barely, so like, like I managed to get to the finish line um, and like I threw the stick away because it's like, I'm not, you know, when you got to jump over the little fire thing, I'm not going to do it with the stick. I'm doing like a man. And if I can do it, I land on my feet. I'm like, ah, <laughs> hurt. <laughs> hurt so much and i honestly thought that i lost like my toe uh toenail and stuff like that in this like i was like my feet are so fucked i couldn't bend my my right knee at all 
um, just couldn't. Like, it was just, like, fucking hurt like a motherfucker. Um, and uh, I slowly made my way. And I was just like, you know, and the race is over. I got the things. I got the medals. And, oh, my God, I fucking finished it. Yeah. Like, uh, and, but the car was so far away. And then I was just like, um, I wonder if, like, somebody, because I'm just, like, crawling. And I've lost my stick now. And so just like, I'm trying to figure out how to walk to my car. Um, they're like, well, they've got like medical, like maybe somebody can give me a lift and they like take me to this. Um, they're like, no, we can't do that. But here you can go into the medical thing. And, and I walk in there and everybody there is like from the military. And so I don't give a shit about you. They just look at you like, what a joke. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? So I got some fucking ibuprofen. I took off my, oh, I also ran out, so I didn't wear my, like, compression socks. I just wore my cotton socks, which mm-hmm. got wet, and so they were fucking awful. <laughs> like, my feet were just, like, gross. But eventually, I took off my shoes, and uh, I, I was just like, all right, holy shit. Okay, the toenail didn't come off. Good. Uh, but I couldn't put my shoes back on, and so, like, I improvised. <laughs> I was like, I'm still, I still got to get to the car somehow, right? I'm not going to be a baby about it, but I got to get there. Um, and I asked them for saran wrap and I saran wrapped my feet <laughs> and I put my feet in, in those shoes and it's like, all right, here we go. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just a fucking, the, honestly, aside from that portion, which is, you know, like on me, I gotta, I gotta get better shoes. I gotta have good shoes for these things. Um, dude, I felt so strong. Um, like all of the strength exercises, I remember how hard they used to be. Mm-hmm. I remember like carrying the bucket of like gravel and shit would fucking destroy me. I'd have to put it down. And I saw other people like, you know, on there who were like, you know, dropping into having to sit and be like, catch their breath because it's just fucking exhausting, right? Like you've been, you know, moving for so long and then now you got to put more things on your chest. Um, and I just fucking one handed that on my shoulder. I was like, I feel amazing. What is happening? So, um, yeah, I don't know. That felt really gratifying. Like, finally seeing that kind of progress from the same. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, so, things, I've been thinking, like, I've been doing the 75 hard. Started a new, like, workout program and everything. Kind of moving away from, sh- like, pure strength. Just because I'm trying to recover from a few injuries. And I've been thinking to myself, like, <laughs> how do you... I want to do some type of competition, kind of like a Spartan race, because it's so gratifying to be put under a situation and, like, survive it. So, like, mm-hmm. something that will not quantify, but measure or test all the things you have been working on. So, like, I've been thinking, like, oh, after I hopefully complete 75 hard, I want to have, a like, a Spartan race or something lined up and be like, all yeah. right. I'm prepped for this because of what I have done here. This is a good yeah. test for it. I will do it with you. I'm definitely doing the trifecta again next year. So this year I did the beast and the super, and I didn't do the the, the quote unquote easy one, the five k, because there's nothing around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next, but typically when you do all three of those, you get like so with each one you get a little um, not triangle, but a third of a medal, and then you can put them all together, and then it completes the thing and you've completed the trifecta which is like the core thing if you're if you haven't done this like i'll do a stadium run with you um somewhere in philly i'm sure that'll 
we have to look at the calendar see what see what's happening um i'm 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 if you're interested i'm super interested i'm definitely doing it yeah because like so my 75 heart has been like working out in the gym and doing walks and hopefully i can progress to runs soon and so like what am i going to do with this new <laughs> fitness <laughs> prowess i want to do a spartan race yeah um, ninja warrior baby <laughs> oh yeah or like a ninja warrior yeah like just something that just tests how badass you are because yeah. like Drinking all this water, working out, reading books. She's like, wait a minute. I could be, is this what Batman did? Like, can I be Batman? <laughs> that's what, that's how yeah. I've been thinking about it. It's like, every time I like don't want to do, I like, what would Batman do? And that's how I've been <laughs> kind of successful. Um, I love it. The people have been doing uh, workouts around here that are like oriented towards zombies. Like, you got to do these <laughs> pull-ups because like you got to be able to do a pull-up. Yes. A <laughs> like that's because like, that's the thing that I feel like maybe we're missing in society is just like when do we actually get put into a situation like camping like when do you get put into a situation where you need to use your survival skills and like you you feel alive when you get to do that and you're like oh shit i can actually perform under pressure yeah not a lot and uh like i said i love suffering so uh I just talk myself in and see what happens because <laughs> uh, I'm a fucking idiot. But uh, I definitely, it's just so gratifying, though. It's yes. so gratifying to find out where to where you are physically, yeah, like, where's uh, your and, and mentally. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, so like that's so like at the end of the seventy-five part, that's my next goal is to either do a Spartan race, Ninja Warrior, just some type of obstacle course, and see how I stack up. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the time now. I gotta, I gotta wrap up. I gotta work out and food for the day, and then mm -hmm. uh, head out. What? Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. If you want to try 75 hard, um, the gallon of water is weird. I feel like it's easier for me because of how big I am. And it's appropriate. And I feel like if you were little words, inappropriate. So like, if you want to do 75 hard, then drink a lot of water, work out twice a day, read a book, and take a picture of yourself. And then just see what happens after a few weeks. And if you like it, continue it. And that would be the start of your journey. Those are my yeah. remarks. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my closing remark would probably be um, realizing that I definitely need more discipline in my life. Um, Kind of continuing to live things uh, more principled in, in general. Um, I think it's where I'm happiest. And um, um, we haven't really got into this, and so maybe next time. But um, um, I feel like this journey, uh, this life journey, it starts off when you're young and you're very curious about the world and you're learning things. You know, you're just learning things. And then um, somewhere along the way, well, for me, there's a very clear shift, but you begin learning more and more about yourself, right? And, and others as, as well, but you, you become more internalized. And I think I'm, where I want to get to as we get closer to the new year is getting better and better about letting go of my past and beginning to get more and more excited about changing into whatever the next future me is going to be. Um, and, uh, you know, getting more curious about external things again. Mm, 
So now that's that's actually a very good close because ooh, ooh you well just last little thing. He talked about how um like you go to a new area and you are a new person, you can do anything. Why don't we think about that about our lives? So so often we think about our past and how it's affecting us now, but just become a new person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, so that's it, brother. Yep. Uh, I got I got nothing else. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yes, you do uh, the same. Thank you. Wish me luck tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, uh, we've got, I like that we've scheduled these out. So we'll hopefully be a lot more consistent with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk before, when's our next one? Is this it December? On the first? It's, or is it, it's in December. Okay. It's in December. It's like December second. I want to say December or fourth, second or fourth. Um, so we still we still have one more before the uh, before the new year. Yes, yes, sir. All right. All right, and that that closes this one out. Later. Later.